Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Bitcoin bear market rally continues after the Bitcoin price jumps to $23,400. That's right. Bitcoin consolidated higher until July 28th after U.S. monetary policy changes fueled optimism in risk assets, quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop, breaking while Powell stated that the U.S. is not in a recession. Numbers from GDP gave two consecutive quarters of negative growth, meaning that the United States is in a recession. That's right. And quoting Rack Capital, Bitcoin is once again challenging the 200-week moving average resistance. Resistance, and quoting Credible Crypto, a very bullish daily close. We closed above the body of our resistance zone. A bearish retest rejection would have us closing below it. We may have just put in our higher low on the lower time frame. Pullbacks to green are healthy. Hold it on a retest. And this is likely a full-on reversal. And quoting Plan B, Bitcoin versus gold 2012 to 2022. Different ball game. Gold January 1st, 2012, $1,737. Gold today, $1,734. Bitcoin January 1st, 2012, five bucks. Bitcoin today, over $23,000. Let's freaking go. Also in today's show, Ethereum developer confirms Gorily merger date, the final update before the merge. And quoting Vitalik Buterin, the merge is not priced in, not only in market terms, but also in psychological and narrative terms. Also in today's show, new report predicts that USDC to soon replace USDT. That's right. How would this likely impact the crypto market? I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, Shark Tank billionaire Mark Cuban says nightmare regulation awaits the crypto industry. Quoting him here, think this is bad. Wait till you see what they come up with for registration of tokens. That's the nightmare that's waiting for the crypto industry. How else do you keep thousands of lawyers employed and create reasons to ask for more taxpayer money? Also in today's show, analytics firm Glassnode says the worst Bitcoin capitulation could be over, but there is a catch. Quoting them here, the underlying trend continues to slowly grind higher, indicating a potential longer-term recovery is in effect. However, suggests additional duration and recovery time may be required. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, my crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. The Bitcoin consolidated higher into July 28th after U.S. monetary policy changes fueled optimism in risk assets. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, which is currently bullish and pumping. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView showed Bitcoin climbing to highs above 23400 on Bitstamp overnight. Bitcoin reaction.
reacted strongly to the latest Federal Reserve key rate hike, despite this conforming to market predictions. Now, subsequent comments from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell added to the breakout's momentum. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quoting BlackRock's head of asset management, I think the reason this is providing some relief to the equity market is the Fed is acknowledging that there can be an impact on growth to the economy based on their policy. Now, if you didn't know, BlackRock is the largest asset manager in the world, and they also told CNBC they are recognizing there are two sides of this. There's a growth trade-off to fight inflation. The recognition is something we heard today that we didn't hear before. And quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop, breaking while Jerome Powell stated that the U.S. is not in a recession, numbers from GDP gave two consecutive quarters of negative growth, meaning that the United States is in a recession and that everything they tell you is the lie. Now, crypto commentators had already predicted that the Fed would find itself stuck between two stools in the form of 40-year high inflation and the risk of a recession arising from fighting it. Who's outperforming here? NASDAQ and crypto. Alf, creator of the Macro Compass newsletter, wrote in a part of a Twitter summary for the week's events and also shared, if the Fed isn't going to force tighter financial conditions on autopilot anymore, real yields will actually start declining again. And he also shared here, I can rationalize the narrative being built post FOMC, but no forward guidance equals a very, very volatile Fed ahead of us. One small hawkish turn and it's all gone. You must price in some additional risk premium here, not less. And he also noted that the forthcoming rate hikes were not being priced in as beating or even equaling the 75 basis point July move, contributing to a higher likelihood that peak Fed hawkishness is behind us. Now let's discuss the Bitcoin price action. Commentators were thus cautiously optimistic while waiting for the last remnants of volatility to clear the market. And quoting crypto analyst Rat Capital, Bitcoin is once again challenging the 200 week moving average resistance. That's right. And quoting Credible Crypto, a very bullish daily close. We closed above the body of our resistance zone. A bearish retest rejection would have us closing below it. We may have just put in our higher low on the lower time frame. Pullbacks to green are healthy. Hold it on reads and this is likely a full-on reversal. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. Meanwhile, on-chain analytics resource, material indicators, I'd what it described as a strong, long signal on the daily close, something which was in the process of strengthening the short-term bull case. Quoting him here, the weakish tentative A2 trend precognition signal we saw this morning on Bitcoin printed as a strong, long signal as the D candle closed. Confluence with the A1 algorithm increases the probability of accuracy and mitigates short-term risks. Bear market rally continues. And checking out the latest from Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model, he shares here, Bitcoin versus gold 2012 to 2022. Different ball game. Gold January 1st, 2012, $1,737. Gold today, $1,734, which ultimately means in the past decade, the gold price is precisely the same. While Bitcoin January 1st, 2012 was just five bucks. And Bitcoin today is now over $23,000. So the million dollar question becomes, what do you prefer to hold for the next decade? gold 
or Bitcoin? The answer to me is a no-brainer. And before I break down the next story of the day, Ethereum developer confirms Gorily merger date, the final update before the merge. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, and all the major alts are currently pumping. And in the green, with Bitcoin up over 8.2% for the day, trading above $23,100. We have Ether up over 11.6%, trading at about $1,650, while Binance Coin, Solana, Polkadot, XRP, and Cardano are all breaking out and in the green. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. The Ethereum mainnet is just one testnet merger away from officially transitioning to a proof-of-stake blockchain. After multiple shadow forks and testnet merges, the years-long journey has reached the final stage. With the announcement of the final testnet merge to the Beacon Chain, the transition to proof-of-stake began in December 2020 with the launch of the Beacon Chain, starting Phase 0 at the three-phase process. Phase 1, the current phase, was slated to be completed by 2021. However, due to numerous delays and unfinished work on the developer's end, it is expected to be completed by the third week of September, and the final phase of the transition is slated to be completed by late 2023. Lead Ethereum developer Tim Biko took to Twitter to announce the details of the Gorley testnet transition. The Gorley testnet will merge with the Beacon Chain called Prater, and the combined Gorley Prater network will retain the Gorley name post-merge. As Tim Biko shares here on Crypto Twitter, Partner will run through the Bellatrix upgrade on August 4th and merge with Gorley between August 6th to the 12th. If you run a node or validator, this is your last chance to go through the process before mainnet. So there you have it. Now the testnet merger will be completed in two phases, starting in a few days on August 4th with the Bellatrix upgrade on the consensus layer. The Bellatrix upgrade will be triggered by the epoch height of 112,260. Ethereum's proof of stake network progresses in epochs instead of blocks, where one epoch is a bundle of up to 32 blocks. And the second phase of the upgrade will be called Paris, where the execution layer will transition from proof of work to proof of stake. This phase is expected to be completed between August 6th to the 12th. And the Paris upgrade will be triggered by a specific terminal total difficulty. And once the execution layer crosses the threshold, the next block will be solely produced by a proof of stake validator. And the official announcement noted that the upcoming Gorley merge will be different from the early testnet integration since the node operators need to update both their consensus layer and execution layer clients in tandem rather than just one or two. And the developer team also attached numerous client releases that support the testnet merge. It's also important to point out that the upcoming final testnet merge will only impact the node operators and testnet participants. Ether holders and stakers won't have to make any changes from their end. The testnet merge will be the final rehearsal before the Ethereum mainnet officially merges with the beacon chain set to be released on September 19th. However, the perpetual merge date could see a change depending upon the outcome of the Gorley testnet that the proof of stake transition of the Ethereum network is being slated as the biggest upgrade for the blockchain network since its inception. The upgrade is focused on increasing scalability through the introduction of sharding and reducing high transaction costs. However, most of the scalability features are expected to be integrated after the completion of the final phase of the transition, which is expected by the second half. A 2023. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on Ethereum for this reason that the merge is right around the corner? And quoting Vitalik Buterin, the merge is not priced in, not only in market terms, but also in psychological and narrative terms. Do you agree or disagree with Vitalik? Let me know in the comments below. And before I break down next story of the day, new report predicts USDC to soon replace USDT. What's the ground reality? But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sent back above that critical $1 trillion milestone. 
with 97 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance back on the rise at 41.7%, with the Ether dominance at 18.8%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Lido leading the pack up 36%, trading at $2.05, followed by Synthetics up 24%, trading at $3.64, followed by Uniswap up almost 24%, trading at $8.26. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see we're back to a sea of green, which I love to see. We have Bitcoin Gold up 43.2%, Ethereum Classic up 41.4%, and Lido up 48.1%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated a 32 in fear. Yesterday a 28, last week a 34, and last month a 10 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, aka BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. In the world of stable coins, Tether USDT was the king until the crash. Since then, others have fought seriously to take that top position. But amid all the striving stable coins, reports have revealed that USDC might soon take that position. The 2022 crypto market crash left a sour taste for the investors, even though it was the Federal Reserve and its interest rate hike which started the panic. The crash of Luna UST spiraled the situation out of control. Stable coins are pegged to US dollars, obviously. This implies that one stable coin equals one USD, but many investors prefer to use those coins to hedge against price crashes or volatility, or maybe stick to stable coins to avoid exiting their crypto positions to avoid capital gains tax liability. So instead of leaving their assets and other cryptos, investors prefer to hold them in stable coins to protect them. But suppose an investor holds all of his assets in a particular stable coin and it deep pegs from the US dollar, he will lose his funds. That's what happened with Terra UST and caused the mayhem in the crypto market. Now let's discuss USDC's record massive growth. Reports show that USDC has continued to spike in growth for some time now. The stable coin saw massive increases from January to April 2022 before the market crashed in May. And in the report, analysts predict it has shown possibilities of becoming number one, giving its growth trend and overtaking Tether USDT. That's right. The growth data on the top two contenders, USDT, fell by 28.7%, while USDC's growth rate spiked by 70.4%. And experts believe that if this trend continues, USDC will overtake USDT and enjoy the position of the biggest stablecoin. The predicted date would be October 10th, 2022, when the USDC market cap is expected to cross $61.3 billion. And before the recent competition for the number position, Tether USDT stood unopposed in the stablecoin market. Reports show that the coin enjoyed the first mover's advantage, but unfortunately, the stablecoin lost 50% of its market cap in November 2021 and even fell terribly in 2022. And as of then, the market cap was $78 billion, but is now at $65.8 billion. While USDT keeps falling in 2022, USDC saw massive growth. Its market cap of $42.2 billion rose to $55 billion, representing a 70% growth in one year. Now, notably, USDC is more compliant with regulations, which has proven an advantage. And regarding the market dominance for both stablecoins, USDT was 47.5%, while USDC was still 25.8%. But now, USDT had fallen to 43.8%, while USDC has
has risen to 36.3%. So it is evident that while USDT continues to decline, USDC is recording continuous growth. So there you have it. Do you feel that USDC is going to overtake Tether, USDT, the king of stablecoins? Let me know in the comments below. And before I break down next way of the day, Shark Tank billionaire Mark Cuban says nightmare regulation awaits the crypto industry, as well as analytics firm Glassnode says the worst of the Bitcoin capitulation could be over, but there is a catch. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. And the best thing you can do to help support the show is smash that subscribe button, ring that bell, and drop a comment. It helps out tremendously with the YouTube algorithm. And of course, you can follow me all across all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And if you're not tuned into the pod, be sure to check it out. And of course, you can follow me all across social media from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So where we at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. A Shark Tank investor is deeply concerned about the impending wave of regulation will affect the cryptocurrency space in a new post billionaire mark cuban tells his 8.7 million twitter followers that in the light of the recent u.s sec lawsuit alleging insider trading by coinbase employee he anticipates even more compliance and enforcement issues quoting mark cuban here think this is bad wait till you see what they come up with for registration of tokens that's the nightmare that's waiting for the crypto industry how else do you keep thousands of lawyers employed and create reasons to ask for more taxpayer money mark cuban makes a great point it seems the SEC is just there to shake down these massively successful crypto companies and projects, and they could really care less about investors like you and I. Cuban included a link to a 2014 YouTube video he posted demonstrating how he encountered confusing, incomplete, and outdated information while trying to interact with the SEC in an attempt to invest in an unnamed company without violating insider trader laws. And late last week, it was reported that popular U.S. crypto exchange Coinbase alerted authorities about alleged insider trading by one of its employees. He said it provided his brother and a friend advance notice about upcoming Coinbase digital asset listings, which enabled them to profit off the information. Now, around that time, news also broke that the SEC was scrutinizing Coinbase to determine whether nine of its digital offerings qualified as unregistered securities. Pennsylvania Republican Senator Pat Toomey also took to Twitter to criticize the SEC's methods, noting that the agency is classifying certain crypto tokens as securities and legal actions without first establishing clear policies with definitions on paper and while stating that anyone breaking the law should in fact be punished Toomey warns the following right here. Yesterday's enforcement action is the perfect example of the SEC having a clear opinion on how and why certain tokens classify as securities, yet the SEC failed to disclose their view before launching an enforcement action. And he also shares here, but the SEC's regulation by enforcement approach to digital asset poses a serious challenge for any well-meaning innovator who's striving to comply with existing laws and regulations, providing regulatory clarity prior to enforcement would benefit regulators and investors alike. Now back to Mark Cuban. He also previously commented on the potential need to apply regulations to stablecoins, which are altcoins designed to be pegged to the value of more stable currencies like the U.S. dollar. So there you have it. Do you think the SEC is going to get their act together or continue with their shenanigans? Let me know in the comments below and let's break down our final story of the day. The worst of the Bitcoin capitulation could be over. Hallelujah. According to crypto analytics firm Glassnode, in a new analysis, Glassnode examines the market realized gradient oscillator 14-day, 28-day, 
day and 140 day time periods, with the latter period indicating that the King Crypto had already been in a bear market for many months, according to the analytics firm. Quoting them here, the 140 day MRGO has seen persistently lower peaks since March 2021 and has not recorded a positive value in 2022. This highlights a macro bearish market dynamic has likely been in effect for the last 15 months, the current extended negative value regime is indicative of the persistently negative price performance in 2022 and remains in the favor of the bears at this stage. The underlying trend continues to slowly grind higher, indicating a potential longer-term recovery is in effect. However, suggests additional duration and recovery time may be required. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. Now, MGRO compares market momentum to capital inflows based on the rate of change between market price and realized price. Realized price is calculated by taking Bitcoin's realized market cap and the value of all the Bitcoin at the price they were bought, not the current price, and dividing it by the current Bitcoin supply. Now, a positive MGRO value indicates bullish momentum, while a negative MGRO value indicates bearish momentum. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Glassnode Analytics that the worst of the Bitcoin capitulation could be over. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Carlos wrote, in Mexico, there are seven ATMs, as I know, and I use two of them. Word up, Carlos. Thanks for the insights, fam. Viva Mexico. Our next featured comment comes from Inner Dino. Happy belated birthday to President Nayib Bokele. He is fighting it. Can't be easy trying to improve the lives of his people. Viva Presidente. Viva El Salvador. That's right. Much love and respect to El Salvador and President Bukele. And our third and final featured comment, short and sweet, from Tom Kelly. Thank you, JV. Day not a Tom. I appreciate you tuning in as always. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.